This is Ashley Kausch, and you are listening to Life Coaching for Modern Renegades, episode number 66. Welcome to Modern Renegades Podcast. This is a life coaching podcast for the person who wants to learn how to lose themselves in the moment, not life circumstances. Each week, we will explore mental and spiritual practices that will inspire you to ask, seek, and heal. They are for the modern renegade. They are for you. Renegades, what is up Saturday? How are you feeling? Oh, I hope you're in bed with coffee. Do I say this every week? I probably do because it's what I want for everybody is a good old slow roll into your day. Some of you have probably already gotten home from a run. I know what that's like. I used to. Such a past life feeling. So today I want to present to you a new idea. A new idea, Renegade. So keep an open mind. Your brain, it's going to want to argue with me. I get it. That's what it's designed to do. But I just want you to keep an open mind and consider this a new concept of how to date. What if you dated someone not because of all of the things you think they do or have or how they look, you know, their money, job, social status, house, car, not any of that. But instead you date them because you enjoy them. Can you imagine? We spend so much time and energy trying to make someone do and be all the things that will make us feel more comfortable. And you know what? It's very often non-consensual, meaning you aren't sharing any of this with them. You need your man to make money so you can feel secure, so he can take care of things. You want them to have all their shit figured out, to be responsible. She needs to look good. She needs to dress sexy. So when we're out, people, people know what's up. What's interesting is that you operate from this place and you low-key prod for the information, but you never think to directly ask them about these what we'll call qualities or tell them specifically, I need you to be fit, have money, be a quote-unquote adult so I can be attracted to you, consider you. This is how most of the people in, in my generation, certainly the future generations, and I'm sure it's there's a little drip-drip down to the ones below, have been taught to date. We collectively believe that we should find our one and they should meet our needs. I'm no stranger to the behavior, renegades. After 20 plus years of dating subconsciously and doing all the things that society, family, and media told me I needed to be and do and have them to be, I have found that that shit doesn't work. Shocker, I know. The demand and pressure that I have put on men to work a certain way, make a certain amount of money, fuck me so I can come 12 times a week, help me with the kids, run with me, stay fit, don't drink too much, maybe just a little, dress like this. The list is never ending. It's a wonder they stayed as long as they did. Not only is it unrealistic and unfair, but it's a ton of energy being spent trying to get someone else to satisfy what we can satisfy on our own. And ladies, listen. We're not strangers to the pressure either. Look a certain way, act a certain way, make dinners, have babies, give me a blowjob. Everyone will want to marry you if you do all of these things. It's culturally supported, these gender norms and roles, the expectations of what the other should do and be if you're going to be together. How many of you sit down for a date and tell them, 
you are really only going to want to work part-time, if that, and you're expecting them to cover the house, the car, and the insurance. That you expect them to be ambitious in pursuing a career or climbing the corporate ladder. This actually reminds me of a funny story my friend was telling me recently. He was out one day, met a girl. For context, he's 50, and I believe she was in her mid-20s. They walked with their dogs, had a drink, exchanged phone numbers at the end. I feel it worth mentioning, again, they met in a park. It was random. It was like old school, no apps. Just a good old, hey, you want to talk and hang out? And I love this story. Can't you tell? That's why I'm telling it. Afterwards, she sends him a text that says something like, I think we both know this isn't going anywhere, but we are attracted to one another. What if I took care of you and you took care of me? And he was like, well, like you mean sexually? Of course I take care of you. Because ladies, he's all about equality. And she replies, well, well, of course that's what would happen sexually. I mean, yeah, we would take care of it. But I'll take care of you in the bedroom and you take care of some of my bills. And he was like, um, have you heard of the sugar daddy thing? Because <laughs> I think she thinks I'm a sugar daddy. She thinks I'm old enough to be a sugar daddy. When I first heard this story, I thought, ooh, that's a fucking bold move. Like, literally and figuratively, I was kind of shocked. You know, a few thoughts like, these young girls these days, the nerve. <laughs> but, yo, know, like 24 hours later, because I was still thinking about this, I had another perspective. I came to a new conclusion. I had a little respect for, is it her game? No, I don't even think I could call that a game. Shit was so matter of fact. Seriously, the girl straight up asked for what she wanted this exchange. Most women that I know, that I've been, that I see, will never fucking ask, but I can guarantee you 100% you're all expecting it. When you put it out on the table, both parties can be informed and make an educated decision on what is best for them. You know what you're getting into, but no one is doing that. They're dating and fucking hoping to get all sorts of needs and expectations met without communicating any of them. And you're so disappointed when A, you can't believe they weren't able to read your mind, or B, you still aren't satisfied even when they do meet the needs or have the things you want. This is not fun for anyone. No one is enjoying this time. The truth is, your needs and expectations have very little to do with the other person this is a little bit about that insatiable attention tank that needs to be filled, not by someone else. Renegades, let's not forget, weekly reminder, women are over-earning men. Women can have babies without men, live on their own. The dynamics of relationships have fully shifted. We're no longer forming relationships the way our parents and grandparents did. We are living in a different era. The new currency is finding a partner who you can trust, who is present with you, who sees you, who can fuck you or make love to you in a way that has you thinking you have met God. I know a lot of you might be arguing with me. I said it earlier. Your brain is like, bitch, what? Shut up. That is not how this is supposed to be. I get it. You're thinking, if I'm looking for a husband, then I need to know he can fill in the blank. If I'm going to spend my time with someone, then they need to fill in the blank for me. That's what relationships are about. Yes and no. When you decide to cohabitate, have kids, etc., yes, you will hopefully talk about and distribute the responsibilities accordingly, etc., etc., but I am not talking about that. 
I am talking about all the things you think this person needs to be for you to love them. And I'm asking that you drop all of that and just let them be them. Enjoy them for who they are. This gesture, especially early on when you think you are just trying to get to know them, but you're actually investigating their every move so you can size them up to perfect partner paper doll clip art thing. You're actually just preventing you from getting to know them. And it's, again, I'm going to say the word, this is not fun for you. It's never fun. You're not enjoying the process. You're kind of losing your mind. Think about the kind of questions you ask your date. I've heard some people have like a little set of questions that they ask each time. Sounds like a job interview. Like you're trying to determine something. I was talking to a client. She had started dating and she said, I'm not sure I can be attracted to him because he doesn't seem to have a lot of passion to make money. Hmm. I asked my client, does money get your pussy wet? Is that like a high value or a turn on for you? And she said, no, no money makes me feel secure. I asked her how she could feel more secure if someone else had money. Well, I wouldn't have to worry. Worry about what? I wouldn't have to worry if he could take care of things financially. Well, why do you need him to take care of things financially? Because I don't know if I can. Well, that might be why you don't feel secure. Because you don't believe you can take care of yourself. You doubt your ability. But instead of tending to this and discovering the ways you are secure and do take care of yourself, you're looking to others to be responsible for you, which later leaves you feeling like you can't leave the relationship because now you're financially dependent on this person and you don't feel secure enough to be independent and take care of yourself. How many times have you heard that story? This is good to see though, isn't it? And to know the things that we desire and we want from others can often be self-fulfilled. Let's not forget all of our thoughts or all of our feelings rather come from our thoughts. So you'd have to be thinking thoughts about the money that cause you to feel this way, but also how is someone else's money going to give you security? Is their money ours now? Have you let this person know that this is what you're thinking about their money and passion that for you to be turned on, they need to have these things. And while you're trying to discover how much money they have and how passionate they feel about work, what are you doing? I'm not saying these things can't be important or values to you, but I am saying that none of it will really matter once you get to know them. When we are spending our time and energy focused on figuring out what this other has or doesn't have, our brain will hone in and only look for the data to find that it's right you want to believe that you can't get turned on because he might not make a lot of money. Your brain will prove you right. It's going to find all of the answers. And it doesn't even care how bad it feels. It just wants to be right. And the reason this sucks is because you aren't present with this person and getting to know them. You're not connecting. You're too busy looking for clues and tips about this whole money situation. You could be using all that energy to create a business and make your own money. Again, some of you are thinking, I'm crazy. She needs to do this if we have kids. He needs to do this if he's my husband. No, they don't. They actually don't need to do anything for you. Just maybe love you and let you love them. If your partner lost their job and income, would you no longer love them? If your partner never took the trash out again, would you want a divorce? No, but some of you will argue every fucking day about the trash instead of just taking it out. This is your life experience, Renegades. How do you want it to flow? 
These expectations disconnect us from the other person. They turn us off. You become resentful, annoyed. And the person on the receiving end is likely going to react in a way that turns your relationship into a bickering, nagging fest. Talk about an unsexy time, too. No one wants to have sex with someone who wants us to be someone we're not, or when we feel like we're constantly being eyed and watched and we're on eggshells. I want to invite you to consider letting all of this shit go and just enjoying their company. I think you'll also find that you don't have so much resistance there either. You can just be and let them be. And in doing so, the nature of the other person is going to reveal itself. Consider that it is only a matter of time before you discover all the things about this other person you are dating. That's the other part about this. We can only wear our masks for so long, literally, like they say, six to 18 months. You know, when the honeymoon period is over, a part of this is because all the juicy feel-good chemicals that you're both experiencing in the beginning when you're falling in love start to wear off and you start to slip back into your autopilot way. Your brain shifts from consciousness to subconsciousness. All of that is to say is you don't need to try to figure out someone, what they have, don't have, who they're going to be, how they're going to be. They're going to show you. So the question is, can you just enjoy the person you're with? Can you let them show you who they are and stop trying to figure them out and how it's going to benefit you? Can you enjoy them telling you a story and not trying to figure out what it means? Can you enjoy them in the bedroom and not worry if they are going to be good or bad? Can you enjoy texting and not make the time in between mean anything about them or you? Can you enjoy them for not wanting to climb a corporate ladder? Can you enjoy them if they have a drunk drawer? Not psychoanalyze what that means. All of this noise is distracting you from getting to know them. What would your dating life be like if you just, well, and not just dating, obviously, right? Relationships, because I've been talking about those as well. What would they be like if you just enjoyed them, especially if they ended up not working out? Like, honestly, what a relief. You didn't just spend the last six months or however many years acting like a CSI crime scene investigator. No, renegades, we want more time thinking about and obsessing over other things, like the things you really enjoy and that make you feel good. Do you know what those things are for you? The goods that get you turned on? So turned on that you could give zero fucks if you never hear from the guy last night because your life is bigger than one date. Y'all, life is too short not to enjoy all the things. And when we are obsessing about this person and whether or not they'll be in our lives and how they're going to be in our lives and if we're going to miss out, then we do miss out. We want to do and create cool shit while we're here in this lifetime. Relationships, art, dance, orgasms, food, travel, Learn how to enjoy it all and drop the expectations. I want to invite you this week, Renegades, to inquire, seek, and reveal. This is how we shift. So get your pens out. And here are some journal prompts to get that brain moving and grooving. What are the things that I want from my partner? What is it I'm trying to get to know when I'm talking to my date? What am I hoping to find out? What's a deal breaker for me when dating? Why? Are there things I want my partner to do that I can do or provide for myself? Is there resistance here? Why or why not? Do you believe that your person should be and do certain things? 
Where did this belief come from? Who taught you how relationships work? I'm telling you, renegades, the process of dating and just enjoying someone or being in relationships and just enjoying this person can be so freeing. This doesn't guarantee you're going to be together forever, but it informs you about who you are spending time with so much faster and it feels so much better. Try it out this week and let me know. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, Renegades. If you're finding the tools and concepts I'm sharing each week about your brain on dating, you won't want to miss out on working with me one-on-one. I've just launched my program, Wake Up Before Another Breakup, and in just eight weeks, you won't question if you can trust yourself to date or why you can't find the one. Head on over to modernrenegades.com forward slash programs to learn more about it and how you can work with me. Let's learn how to lose ourselves in the moment, not the man.